0: Today's show is sponsored by the Windowless Van Drivers Council for Awareness. For more information, go to wvdcfa.org. Let's start the show. Welcome to Meet My Friends, the Friends, the Friends Recap Podcast hosted by me, Tom Sharpling. We are here going through the show, episode by episode, and we're going to do another one today. Thanks for listening, and let's go meet the friends. to Meet My Friends the Friends. My name's Tom Sharpling, the host of the show. Today we are doing a good episode and uh, it's called The One with the Blackout, season one, episode seven, written by Jeffrey Astroff and Mike Sikowitz, directed by James Burroughs, and this aired on November 3rd, 1994. Uh, New York City is blacked out. Due to a mishap which happened on a different show. Mad About You. We'll talk more about that as the show goes on. Uh, Chandler is trapped in an ATM vestibule with model Jill Goodacre. The rest of the gang hangs out at Monica and Rachel's apartment. And they're lighting candles. And Ross gets attacked by a cat. When he's just about to go express his feelings uh, that he has for Rachel to Rachel. And then Rachel meets... Paolo, the Italian hunk who lives in the building and hits it off with him, much to Ross's dismay. And uh, in a minute, we're going to bring on the show, uh, Ruby Goodman is going to be here again. He's the uh, BuzzFeed pop culture critic at large, and we're going to talk to him about things, and we're going to talk about the, the show, and uh, yeah, this is a, this is a good one. So let's. You forgot
1: to thank Josh Cantor at the end of the last episode for his music again.
0: I forgot to thank.
1: Josh Cantor.
0: Sure. Okay. So thanks. You want it? Yeah. Thanks, thanks Josh Cantor.
1: Okay. Okay. I'll edit that in at the end of the last episode then. Well, we'll just leave it because, I mean, it happened. And he had feelings about it already. So.
0: You gonna keep going back and forth with this? You figure it out. What are you, is this what? like a? Are you doing a soliloquy here? Should no, I leave no. It in, take no. It let's out? let's do this. Let's talk friends. Did you get a chance to watch this one? I did not. Okay. Yeah. So let's not. So when you say let's talk friends, you mean Tom. you?
1: I'm you and Ruby. Okay. Because Ruby's had a lot of great stuff to say so far.
0: He has. Yes. And thanks for coming on the show, Ruby. Oh, it, it's great to be here. Um, so good to have you here. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And let's get to this episode. The one with the blackout. Did you have a chance to see this one? Oh, numerous times. Okay. Thank you. First of all, for watching it. Um, yeah, this one is interesting because it was a tie in to other episodes of other shows on NBC. They had a night of a blackout related programming on their sitcoms. So there was the um, Mad About You. You. I watched that one. That's where the blackout started. That uh, Jamie, was that her name, Jamie? Mm -hmm. It was uh, uh, Helen Hunt's character. Yep. Jamie caused the blackout. And then the cast of Friends was stuck in the blackout. Then we slide over to Seinfeld. No mention of the blackout, because they did not want to be a part of anything network-wise. Did not want to share anything with anyone. No blackout. Then, Madman, what's the show? Madman of the People, Mm -hmm. which was a vehicle that starred uh, Dabney Coleman. So great. And he was back in the black. So the blackout started again. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly how blackouts work. You
2: know, NBC was known for these uh, events, these television events. They, they, they did one uh, with the Golden Girls in their Saturday night lineup, uh, where it crossed over with Nurses and Empty Nest. Uh, so, you know, this wasn't anything new. And it's surprising to think now that Friends is this behemoth. Uh, but back then it was just, you know, another show that kind of had to toe the line where they didn't get to uh, opt out like Seinfeld did.
0: No, they did not Mm -hmm. get to say how it was yet. Soon they would, though. Let me just say today's show is sponsored by the Windowless Van Drivers Council for Awareness. Here are a few facts about windowless vans and the people that drive them. Fact. Over 82% of windowless van drivers have absolutely no criminal record. Fact. A study by the automotive industry determined that of all van-related violent crimes... Two-thirds took place in vans with windows. Fact. Drivers of windowless vans are the most discriminated people in America. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, windowless va- Okay, back to the copy. Windowless vans are essential to trade workers and craftsmen. They allow the room to transport massive amounts of equipment and tools without putting the items on display for potential break-ins. But these days you'd think that windowless van drivers were only windowless vans were only used for abductions or worse. This is not the case. What if your father drove a windowless van or your mother or your local councilman? Would you be so quick to discriminate against a windowless van driver then? Think before judging. This message brought to you by the Windowless Van Drivers Council for Awareness. More information is available at wv dcfa.org, and use promo code Tom Friends Pod for ten percent off on a toy windowless van, perfect for the holidays. Um, I don't know if that's old copy or something. The holidays have come and gone, and I am—I will say now it's me talking. I don't know if I'm comfortable saying that windowless van uh, drivers are the most discriminated people in America but definitely not I don't write them I just read them and then I uh, and this is also a thing again I've said it before we get a ton 99.999% of the response to the show has been glowing but there's a few people out there that always are not happy about it and the things they say are that this show is beneath me that I did the best show for so long. And for me to suddenly slide into this TV show recap Mm -hmm. format of podcasting is, is cheap. Yeah. And beneath me completely. And Mm. uh, wait, are you agreeing or are you just,
1: no, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't know my mic was on. (laughs) You didn't.
0: (sighs) All right. So, Ruby, yes. anything jump out at you in this episode of Note?
2: Well, you know, uh, just watching these, uh, the last two episodes uh, back-to-back, sexualized Italians. That's Um, true, yes. uh, Aurora was in the last episode, yes. And and then uh, one thing I realized was was this was the episode that uh, sort of elevated the word vestibule into the... Sort of natural, na- na- national, you know, discussion.
0: Because because there's a runner where Chandler is stuck in a, in a vestibule, an ATM vestibule, and he he has this internal dialogue, monologue going with himself. And so much of his first of all, he's not with the rest of the cast in the entire mm-hmm. episode. It's the five of uh, it's the five, and Chandler in a in an ATM with. Jill Goodacre was very mo- sexy. With model Jill very Goodacre. Very sexy. Yes. Um seriously look up her work. She actually went on to marry um Harry Connick Jr. Lucky man. Yeah. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. So in this episode uh one of the things I thought was, was remarkable, it, it was that Ross once again shows his physical comedy chops. David Schwimmer, a cat. They're trying to wrangle a cat that appears. Right as he's going to tell Rachel, I have feelings for you, out on the balcony. Then they see a cat. And then... And we'd see this pop up over and over again.
2: The Just this, Ross getting so close to, to Rachel and then, you know... Some Deus Ex Machina coming in and uh, screwing things up.
0: Sure, <laughs> ain't that yeah. the truth? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, yeah, in this one, um, let's go to the friends first. Friends first. <laughs> what is what is that?
1: That's like a sweeper sound. Uh huh. Yeah, it's kind of a, a disintegration. Okay.
0: Um. It kind of sounded like Christopher Plummer in the end of uh, All the Money in the World, where he's he does he's that sound stammering. He does uh, that exact yes, sound as he's, as he's fading. Yes. Where
1: he's saying he's not going to give the money.
0: He's like, <laughs> and that's earlier in the, mo- Look, oh, earlier? the movie. Oh, that's earlier the I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. I, oh, you haven't seen the movie. No. There's a. No. Yeah. You haven't. Do you watch anything? Oh, Don't I
1: watch, watch a ton of stuff. I'm okay. rewatching The Office right now. Okay. I Every love episode. The Office. It's so good. Such a great show. Yeah, you forget how good it is. Underrated. Yeah. Yeah. More people should talk about The Office. I agree. There should be a podcast about that.
0: If you're See not that, doing it. That's anything. a straight that's a <laughs> that's a broad side. That is just a straight shot at me. No,
1: it's not. I'm say, just saying into the world, into the pop culture universe, a... why
0: don't we do a, an Office? So why don't podcast? not you do it? Won't you go do it? Why don't you go do it? I, I I don't have any time. Yeah. But yeah, you're too busy not watching a 20-minute episode of Friends, um. so you can talk about... Look, uh, this is not again, I'm getting knocked off point. Friends first. This is a biggie. Of course, there's the first appearance of Paolo, who would come back now and again. It's also the first time you can say that there's a famous person on the show. Yes. Jill Goodick, although not the most famous. The first... L- Very first, sexy. The first person that I heard you say that the first eight times... It's, it's the truth.
2: <laughs> Seriously, look look her up.
0: I'm not going to look her up. Oh, I just did. You're right. Mm-hmm. Wow. But the big thing in this one, and again, here are the first in this one. This is, this is for for people tracking the first on Friends. First famous cameo. First appearance of Paula. First appearance of the neighbor, Mister Heckles, down, the downstairs guy,
2: Larry Hankin.
0: Larry Hankin. The first time Phoebe plays music on the show mm-hmm. is this. Wow. But the big one is, this is the first episode where Jennifer Aniston is spotting the early version of the Rachel.
2: Yeah, it's it's strange to look at those early episodes and not see that sleek hairdo. Because mm-hmm. uh, you, you associate that with the early years of the show so
0: much. And she's not, she's not rocking the do yet. This is the start of the. This is the start of it, though. Mm-hmm. It starts here. And fun friends fact. Time for another fun friends fact. Uh, I think I said these already. Chandler doesn't share any scenes with the gang and vestibule. And vestibule, that's yours, Ruby. The other thing I'll say is um, this is uh, Matthew Perry's favorite episode or was at one point. Uh, I'm not sure if it currently is. I understand why it would
2: be. I'm sure filming it was a real blast. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Getting stuck in a vestibule with such a foxy lady. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Enough.
0: You got great friends inside. Seriously. Calm down. Um so the the line of the episode. It's the line of the But ep- what happened to the clip there? Hold on.
1: That's not how I produced it. It's the line of the episode.
0: The line of the episode uh, would be Chandler. He says to uh, to Jill, see, I wish I had another clip now because, Ruby, I'm glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Please let me get through the rest of this episode without talking about how attractive you find Jill Goodacre. Thank you. Um, okay. Chandler says, To her, she offers him gum, and he says, you know, on second thought, gum would be perfection. And then we go to his internal voice. He's like, gum would be perfection. Gum would be perfection. Could I have said, gum would be nice, or I'll have a stick. But no, 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 no. For me, gum is perfection. I loathe myself. Okay, we'll rank the episode. (laughs) Love it. Um. And it was another funny thing he does in the episode is when vestibule. He, he— Vestibule. He eats—he uh, he go. the gum flies out of his mouth because he tries to blow bubble, and he tries to casually put it back in his mouth, but he puts a piece of gum that isn't his back in his mouth. <laughs> and um, this episode, I thought it was funny. I think Chandler's thing is—, uh, uh, is The Faye Weisaker. Uh, what's that? Chandler, the
2: Faye Weisaker.
0: The Sure, the Faye Weisacher. Um Five out of five, five out of, 5.5 5 out of 10 friends for this one. And to rank the friends, Phoebe, Rachel, Monica, Ross, Joey, back in the basement, Chandler. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, Meet my friends, the friends. We will be back with another episode. We are going through the entirety of the show.
1: Music by Josh Cantor.
0: Music by Josh Cantor. Seven down, 229 to go. We'll get there. Thanks for listening.